This is episode number 43 of the Church Collective Podcast. In this episode, I talked to John Carolino and Chris Bellamy about the guitar workshops that they've got coming up here in the coming weeks. And we also just talked about some really great uh, tips for your worship guitarists. So if you've got guitarists on your team, be sure to forward this on to them. If you are a guitarist, be sure to head over to thechurchcollective.com and connect with us. And if you're in their area, be sure to get over to these workshops. It's just going to be a great time to network and to learn how to do worship guitar better. So here we go with the Church Collective Podcast episode. So yeah, I started a couple years ago um, doing workshops in the summer. My I started off. Um, just trying to bring in people from other churches to come to my church and, uh, you know, just kind of share with my team how they do it in other churches and um, and just to give them an outside perspective. Um, started off doing um, a keyboard workshop with a guy named Eric Garan. Um, and then the next year I did a, um, a uh, sound tech workshop. And then the next year I did another keyboard workshop with... Um, with a guy named Rob Schweitzer is the keyboardist from the band May. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did, um, somewhere in there, I did a, uh, my first guitar workshop. Um, and I've done a couple guitar workshops um, prior to this. Um, but then I saw uh, John Carolina, you know, he's um, in the same area as me, and he had posted somewhere, I forget what it was, maybe on Facebook, like, would anybody be interested in doing a guitar workshop or whatever? And so I figured, well, you know, let's just uh, partner up, you know, um, and do this thing together. And sure. then, um, and then actually, um, Cliff Lambert from Deep Creek Baptist, I think he's, um, he's part of the church collective too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, um, he just recently, uh, took over a network called the Hampton Roads Worship Leader Network. And, um, he saw that we were going to be doing the, the workshop and he said, well, can you do a workshop at, at my church as well? And I said, sure, you want to do it, you know, like, consecutive two consecutive weeks and and he was like yeah and so that's awesome just kind of grew from there yeah so what what do you think the value is for worship leaders to get out of their own churches um i think it's huge um i have learned pretty much you know 95 percent of the things that i've learned from going to different churches seeing how they do things from going to i used to go to the saddleback worship conference out in california um, and I know one time I saw Steve Marcia, who used to play the play guitar for Phil Wickham. He did a workshop, and uh, and he just like really blew my mind because he was doing he was doing sounds and ambient stuff like way before anybody else was doing it, you know. And and I was just like, man, I need to take a, another approach to my guitar playing, you know. And um, and from then I just started trying to search out like just people's ideas and information from all over the place. Um, you know, I, I've gone to the national worship leader conference, uh, I think five years in a row now. Um, and just seeing, um, the way people do things and, you know, the way people approach things, their, their styles of leadership, their, the tones that they're getting from the different instruments. Um, it's just amazing how much you can learn from other people. 
So, John, yeah. why, don't, why don't you talk a little bit about um, how, how you've gotten involved? What's your experience in, in teaching guitar? And I know um, for people that are with the Church Collective too, that your uh, swells in worship music YouTube videos one of our <laughs> one of our first hits for sure. That, that still just gets a lot of shares and makes a lot of rounds. But um, maybe talk a little bit about your journey. Yeah, mine's kind of um, almost the reverse of Chris's because, like, in my area, or at least in my circle um, and community. Like, no one else was kind of doing what I was. Um, and, you know, that's not, that's not, you know, tooting my own horn or anything like that. But it was kind of like I was, I was finding a certain style. And it was hard to find other churches that were kind of doing that as well and other teams that were doing that as well. So um, I ended up actually just kind of squeezing in at other people's churches with other um, other other friends who were, who were leading worship, who were just starting. Cause I had started leading worship, um, at a really young age. And so, um, as college groups came up, I'd join in with them and I'd be able to network with, um, all kinds of different people and we make bands and we do worship nights and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't know how the worship leaders of Hampton roads thing got started, but, uh, you know, we, a group of us just started it and people knew me from um, a, a small church in the area and, you know, pulled me in. And, and like Chris was saying, I asked about um, doing a guitar workshop because, um, you know, a lot of the things that I was doing, like people would ask me when I would go to their church, like about my pedal board and about the, the certain tones that I'm getting and how things sound so clean and, and everything like that. And so, um, I just figured it would be a great idea to to be able to share that kind of information, and that's kind of where my my YouTube channel sprung from as well. Is like yeah. I wanted to be able to to share this kind of information and, and share the other things that I've learned just throughout the years and through a lot of trial and error. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, with with others, and so uh, meeting up with Chris um, was actually really cool, and also finding out the different avenues of uh, how we knew each other and how we our families actually connect in the past <laughs> um was pretty cool too so um so i guess you brought it up why don't you explain the coolness of that then well <laughs> well his his wife is sisters with one of my dad's former co-workers that he's really close with and then i guess him and his wife also hung out with my sister uh a, a few years ago while she was dating an old uh, boyfriend and so it's kind of like that's funny. Interesting how yeah. <laughs> those things kind of come across. And actually, this is my first time being able to talk to Chris, uh, rather you know, other than Facebook messages and texts sure. and stuff too. So and the internet it's, uh, is a yeah, one, right? wonderful thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's been so cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we, there's a lot of like connections through like collective community and stuff like that. It's kind of I think mm -hmm. I remember the first time um, I think when Chris you joined our our contributor group and you hopped in and like oh hey it's John I'm like hi and like yeah just it's neat to watch people connect for sure. <laughs> So what's tell us a little bit about uh, so somebody's going to come to your workshop, um, which we'll have the we'll have the link for the uh, directions to it and all that on the show notes for this episode. But um, what can they expect to to come out of the, the workshops with? Um. Well, in the past, I've done um, basically tried to split the time between um, going over how to get certain tones. And how to um, you know different pedals and 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 different sounds for for modern worship, um, and 
And I felt like I didn't, I didn't spend enough time on the actual like chord voicings and theory. So even though these people were, they would, they would leave the workshop and they would go buy, they'd, I had so many people that go buy like the same exact pedals I had. And then they'd be like, <laughs> it doesn't sound like that, you know? And they're playing like, you know, like these huge bar chords. Um, and so I felt like, okay, maybe I need to split this in half and spend equal amount of time on like, you know, you can't just have the tone part and not have the, the, the chord voicings mm. and, and know where to play it on, on the neck. Um, right. And you've got, sure. a, I've got a great post on the site for, I think, the chord voicings in the key A, so we'll make sure to link that. There's going to be a lot of good stuff in the show notes for this podcast yeah. episode, so make sure oh, yeah. to head there if you're listening to this. But yeah, that's <laughs> I huge. actually, um, I went to a workshop, and I don't want to name any names, but there was a there was a guy teaching a workshop at a conference a couple years back, and um, I was so disappointed in what he was teaching. It, it really inspired me to um, do my own workshop. Um, and reteach the information because he was teaching like very dated things like, um, you know, playing the blue scale and shredding and yeah. like, you know, Hendrix licks and, and he, and he, and he, um, was using, a, um, a, like an eighties amp and, and, and I, some of my guitar players from my church attended the workshop too. And they, and afterwards I was like, Okay, guys, basically everything he just taught is what I do not want you to play like. You know? <laughs> it just it had nothing to do with, you know, the modern times of worship. It, it might have been okay maybe like in, in 89, 95, you know, mm-hmm. but it just it really was irrelevant, you know. And so I was like, okay, we're going to go back home and I'm going to do another workshop and, and just kind of show you like what not to do and what to do. So yeah. that kind of spawned it. That's cool. Yeah, I think on my end, um, you know, I, I only knew when I first was saved and stuff, I, I only knew worship music to be a certain way. Mm. And um, I was like, you know, there has to be something different. And I actually ended up at uh, Wave Church, um, who at the time was led by Carl Lentz um, doing the college age ministry. And mm. I was just exposed to Hillsong and like all the different uh, genres there. And I was like, well, how do you do that? Yeah. And because um, <laughs> I grew up playing all kinds of, you know, pop punk and and metal and stuff like that. And so just my, my gear and my tone wasn't catered to that. So I had to go through this whole journey of of uh, how to how to get better tone <laughs> and not just, you know, that that metal zone buzzsaw kind of kind of tone. And so um you know, just listening through to all kinds of different um, bands and stuff and, and really hanging out at our local uh, uh, guitar shop sure. <laughs> really, really helped out a lot. And, um, you know, I learned a lot of things just just going through um, a lot of trial and error of, of what to get. And I've, I've had my, you know, my guitar heroes in the worship world that I look up to, like uh, Michael Guy Chislett and stuff. Um, just listening to the uh, the Hillsong United We Stand album like over and over again, and rediscovering kind of the like those guitar tunes, and um, really finding out that it wasn't just you know sounds I was falling in love with. It was like the ability to create this atmosphere with mm-hmm. your guitar, and the ability to kind of completely change the the tone and the mood of a a, a song and a I guess for lack of a better term a work a worship experience. Um, just by using a few effects and not playing, 
you know, your traditional power chords or open chords all the time. And so yeah. I went on a big journey. Um, I had uh, a band and my, my friend Andrew Montgomery was kind of the same way. He, he felt the same way about playing guitar. He was a huge fan of uh, The Edge and U2 mm-hmm. and really got me um, into U2. Um, it sounds real typical of guitar players in the sure. worship field now, but I mean, it's it becomes more of like, you know, uh, not just playing guitar, but how are you? How are you engineering your sound and your tone to to help the team? How are you? How are you laying back enough to to help the team? And so, um, you know, with me, uh, I've had a lot of friends. You know, when we just get together and we talk about tone and we talk about guitar stuff, and I just you know feel like this is going to be a good opportunity for me to be able to share uh, just my years of uh, mainly error. Yeah, <laughs> and. Um, and kind of share where you know, where I come from sure. uh, when when it comes with when it, when it comes to like all the guitar and right. and tone stuff that I, I normally do. Sure. So here's the question: Do you own a metal zone? Did um, you ever own a metal zone? <laughs> I don't own a metal zone, right. but I did own a Zoom five hundred five, which had uh, a very fantastic metal zone like tone. Yeah. <laughs> I still I've got like I didn't even. Long story. Long story short, when I was about thirteen, I went to the uh, guitar shop, like just to learn how to play guitar. And I went in. I said, "I need a distortion pedal." And um, the guitar shop guy said, "Well, this is all the distortion pedal you could ever need." And I bought myself a metal zone on the the tip of that guitar (laughs) shop. I never. I'm still in the same town. I've never stepped foot in that shop for about (laughs) fifteen years or so. Once I realized what I have, I still have that pedal though. I like it to. uh, I keep it on my board just for fun, but yeah. It keeps, to get keeps that us in. humble. Keeps us humble, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we start with you, Chris, like what what would you tell the worship guitarists listening to this podcast? Any just like quick couple guitar tips for them? Um my tip would just be don't don't be afraid to ask questions. I think there's there's so many people out there that have been doing worship for a long time and they kind of get this a little bit of a, um, I don't know what the word like snobbiness to them, you know? Um, and they don't, they don't want to share what they've learned and they almost look down upon the people that are just starting out. Mm. And I feel like, um, it's just more beneficial for everybody. If you're more open about sharing things and, and not, um, giving like younger people and, and people that are new to it, like a, a hard time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like everybody should have somebody that they look up to and also somebody that they're trying to mentor, you know? Um, and I just, with these workshops, I just, I found that there's so many people out there that actually have no clue what a delay pedal is or, yeah. you know, what a dotted eighth delay is, you know, even though everybody online thinks they know <laughs> everything, yeah. you know, but there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of kids out there that, and from churches all over the place that are from smaller churches that haven't, they just don't know, you know? Yeah. And so I, I don't, I like being able to, to share that with people and not have them feel like judged for, you know, not knowing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you, John? That's a really good point. You know, I think my biggest thing, um, you know, besides what Chris was saying, uh, just being humble enough to, to share your journey, um, your gear doesn't define you. I think we find a lot of people, um, a lot of guitarists that say, you know, <clears throat> I need a, I need a Gretsch or I need a Duesenberg or a Jackson Ampworks or nine, 
you know, timelines to, to sound good. Sure. And it's, it's totally not the case. I mean, in most of my videos, I play directly into my interface yeah. and people ask all the time what amp I'm playing through. I'm saying, you know, garage band. Right. And so, you know, don't let, don't let your gear, um, limit your, your creativeness, creative thinking. Don't let your gear uh, tr limit who you are as a musician. Um, you know, it's all about how creative you are in your head. God's made us, um, into very creative people. And, uh, we are so much more than, um, you know, our bank accounts and we're so much more than our gear. Um, it's really amazing what you can do with a little, and then it's amazing what you can also do with a lot too. So, I mean, it's, um, you know, worship isn't about the gear. Uh, I think a lot of the times, and I've been really guilty of this at times too, it's always been hard to, to not associate being a worship guitarist with gear. Um, but it's about, it's about your heart for worship. It's about, um, you know, how you're supporting your team and, um, you know, less about your stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, um, what, what are your guys' Twitter handles? If people want to get in touch with you, get themselves, well, I guess first, what are the dates for these workshops? Where are they? Um, just by city. And then they, what's your Twitter handle so people can get in touch with you for it? Um, the, the first workshop is July 22nd, Tuesday, and it's at International Christian Church in Virginia Beach. Um, and the second one, it starts at seven o'clock. The second one is at Deep Creek Baptist Church in, uh, that's in Chesapeake, Virginia. And that's also at seven o'clock. Um, my Twitter handle is at Chris underscore Bellamy. Um, same for my Instagram. How about you, John? Um, yeah, my Twitter handle is at John, John Carolino, uh, J O N C A R O L I N O. And uh, same for Instagram Perfect. as well. All right. We will list all this on the show notes for the podcast episode. But thank you guys so much for chatting. And I just love the heart for helping each other. That's really, you know, the big thing Church Collective is all about is just helping each other. And it's just really cool to hear your guys' hearts and, you know, just be able to call you guys friends. And I think, like John said, this is the first time. I think John and I, have we talked before in person, John? I don't know. Um, at some I don't point, think we've, maybe. We've talked a lot online, but <laughs> yeah, not, so, not I mean, person, it, so. it's cool to just to be able to chat with you guys and just hear other like-minded worship leaders. And if you guys are listening to this podcast and you're anywhere near uh, these workshops, you definitely want to head over there, just if nothing more than to be able to just connect with other like-minded worship leaders that uh, want to help equip each other and connect with each other. So cool. Thanks, John and Chris. Right. Thanks, man. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Stop the recording. Thanks for listening. As always, head over to thechurchcollective.com slash podcast to get all the show notes for this episode. There's just some cool stuff going on with The Collective. Be sure to connect with us if we haven't connected yet, and we hope that you are having a fantastic week.